You want to hear a funny story about Bubba? Always. No. About him being six. I just thought about this. He's in kindergarten. He comes home and he's like chewing on something. My mom and dad's like, Bradley, what are you chewing on? He had kept food in his mouth from lunch. Oh, <laughs> oh, Coleslaw. Coleslaw. <laughs> in his mouth all day and he saved it for later for when he got home. That's disgusting. How do you even do that? Coleslaw. I had it in my jaw like a big old chaw. <laughs> Coleslaw. <laughs> Sucked on that thing all day. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Mojack boys, we are shattering records like crazy. Our most listened to episode. No surprise that it was Quincy Wilson's episode, but you know we did shatter every record we had, uh, listing record that is, and uh, we still got chills right about him describing the I'm, play. I'm still speechless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy couldn't say anything last In week. In case somehow our listeners didn't figure it out bubba was i was starstruck yes he was. I, c- I couldn't he help it the the, the fangirl yes absolutely i just worried about the uh, sound equipment but um the one time i tried <laughs> to talk and ask him something i like cut him off yeah. it was like you were the uh coach from Waterboy. <laughs> you were adam sandler and Waterboy. mama my mama said you you done did that good run in the- i want <laughs> I wanted to tell him that my first ever West Virginia jersey was his. Oh I just, I Why did you want to say that? I, mean, I don't know. Man crush. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. My I, mean, I know good. you're young, but that's that's super weird. <laughs> Quincy, 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 I, I, I slept you. in it all the time, Quincy, your jersey. <laughs> oh, wow. So those, right. those people that come up to him in the in the mall? That's Brad. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't bother. People. Bubba actually went up to Major Harris for me one time at a mall and got an really? autograph for me. Yep. I don't think Bubba could even get up the courage to go. <laughs> no, up. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. He'd be like, is that that's Quincy over there? <laughs> Ask his son. Jax, we go over and get an autograph. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That's what Brent does at basketball games, though. Yeah. Oh, I use my son. I, I'm, I, I know what entrance they come out of out of basketball games. And I'm waiting. cars they drive. Yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, you need me to walk you out tonight? <laughs> That is true because I've been there with him. He's been there with me when we use our sons. I use mine. I'm like, Raina, go get that autograph. That's when the one game that the lady told him, Brandon was convinced that Brent actually knew Bob Huggins personally because <laughs> how much he talks about him. And the lady's security guard was telling him and my son, you know, move back a little bit. And Brandon at that time was like six or something. No, he was it six, was seven. Four years ago. Was it really? Yeah. And he told that lady, it's okay. My dad knows Bob Huggins. <laughs> Have you never heard that story yeah, before? Dude. My dad yeah. knows Bob Huggins. It's yep. hilarious. Knows all about him. Yep. Well, all right. We got we got some topics tonight. We got a few things. So first, we got some, believe it or not, we got some college football news. Not great news, but we do have some college football news. So got some scheduling things. Some different conferences came out. Um, who wants to hit on that? Asbury, you want to go first? Well, I mean, other than talk about the Big 12, um, finally the last of the major five conferences to finally make a decision, but I think everybody knew it was coming. They decided to go with uh, nine conference games plus one. Um, so it kind of fits in with what Novu already has because uh, they'd already lost their two other conference games against Florida State and um, uh, Maryland. So, well, they got is Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. But what concerns me is that 
message you sent us that yeah. kicker that quit today or over the weekend because he said the coaches know players have symptoms they're letting them work out they so don't care about their safety yep. yeah. so we may if that if there's validity to that we very may well cancel that game yeah, try man, to find somebody else it really feeds into what i think a lot of people's fears are is outside the power of five a lot of the i mean this goes beyond what i'm getting ready to say but a lot of the non-Power 5 teams just don't have the money to do the testing. I mean, that kicker went in to say they haven't been tested as a team since, like, mid-July. I mean, that was weeks ago. Have they said how often WVU's been getting tested? I thought it was every it's week, like, isn't it? Yeah, it's like every week or, or twice a week or something I mean, yeah, like maybe that. Maybe even twice a week, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's a lot. Um, and But he said he went beyond that. He said that basically the coaches just aren't caring, blowing it off. Um, hmm. Again, like you said, People with symptoms, they're not making them stay away. There's no social distancing. They're packing everybody into one room like you would any other time. Uh, it's just going to be different when you're playing against teams that are you're not following any type of standardized process. It's going to be an issue when you start playing against some of these teams. You yeah. know who I want to get on the schedule? Pitt. Pitt. Both have the same open dates. Yeah. Um, the ACC allowing that? Yeah, well, yeah. we would have to go to Pitt because yeah. they have to okay. play their non-conference game. In state. That's but not a problem. No, <laughs> we own that stadium when we go there anyways. <laughs> but what really what pisses me off about the ACC is they gave Notre Dame the out. Oh, and let I them know they were going to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like make them actually join your conference. Yep. It's time. I mean, they're I, they just gave them that out. I mean, JJ will get the Wake Forest plays them in Charlotte. Well, we may be there. Yep. If they let us. If they let us. We might be outside the stadium. Yeah, is there yeah. like a, a hotel we can watch it from or something? <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you what team no one will be playing this season. Who? That's UConn. Oh, I know. <laughs> they gone. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't hardly watch ESPN right now. I'm a, a little bit like Asbury's because it's like if the college football season's played, it benefits ESPN. I mean, they're going to make money. But they are – they're reporters and, you know, like Paul Feinbaum – hating on everybody for trying to play. And, you know, he was talking about UConn. UConn's athletic department lost $42 million wow. last year. Well, I mean, that's yeah, – so they would have lost even more with this year with I all mean, these teams not being able to Honestly, play. that's been talked about for a couple of years now that they were yeah. either probably going to quit playing football or move back down anyways. In this other, is, in other, sport, other than basketball, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean for the football. Either oh, quit okay. playing it completely or move back down to FCS like they were before they, they jumped up. Um because they just can't make any money. They, they they invested way too much money into the program back when they were in the Big East and got way ahead of themselves and yeah. and they're behind the eight ball and they just they they can't make so money. I wonder how many other schools might like shut down this year and just not reopen. There so might be there might be some more. I mean, I, mean, I yeah. don't I wouldn't be surprised if non-power 5 schools a lot of them do that. But here's my thing about you know, the Big 12 wasn't our first pick. We'd have liked to be in the ACC mm -hmm. or SEC, but thank God we're in it because yeah. UConn was the Big East representative in, like, 2008. Yeah. They yeah. went to the Fiesta Bowl <laughs> in 2008. Yep. Twelve years later, they're shutting down their football season yep. Yep. and losing money even before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time, yeah. So. Yeah, um, a couple other things of note, I think uh, – Gary Patterson kind of stepped in a little oh, bit. Oh God, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, in this in these days and times, apparently there's some allegations that he said some. I guess pretty is way worse than what our defense coordinator said. <clears throat> yeah, our defense coordinator is mainly religious stuff, right? Yeah. 
and Gary Patterson apparently said the N-word a couple times. Hmm. Um, and uh, let's be honest, it's that's usually the beginning of the end. I know, but yeah. I have not seen no, I mean, that much. He, he came out and with a statement yesterday, and they started back up the workouts, and it seems like it's blowing straight over, and like it's nothing's going to come out of it. That's interesting. I wonder then if they're, you know, there's something up with the kid that said yeah. it, you know, just makes you wonder. That needs to be next year when the RV trip is up and going. We we need to go to Fort Worth. Yeah, we have not been there yet. That's and we true. were supposed to go one year, and we uh, timing didn't work out. We changed it. They always the, it wasn't it's timing. Like, it was uh, well, the fellow. It was one of the. It was timing for one person. One person, who and we for back. some reason buckled, but that will happen again. Does no. this guy have gray hair? He does have a lot of gray hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You gone. <laughs> you gone. He gone. <laughs> so, so what else about um, Pac-12? Got some players threatening, kind of forming their own little social justice group and threatening they're not going to play. Correct? Yeah, they yep. want medical, you know, bills paid for. But the only where they're not going to like get the demand met is they want fifty percent of the revenue divided between amongst all the athletes. So, Football. like the school will get fifty percent, yeah. and then they get ain't another. That ain't and that's happen. never going to yeah. happen. So, and you, but now, well, speaking of those lines, did you see what happened at Washington State? No, I mean, some of the players didn't that, they get cut? Some of the players that like just shared that on Twitter, and they some were of let that go stuff, their scholarship. Right? They let go immediately. Yeah, I did see that. Jeez, kicked off the team. Said, you know, if you don't want to be here, see ya. The Big Ten, they came out. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying that's what happened. And that's be some lawsuits coming there. But it's a brand new head coach. You know, he just (laughs) he just got the job and he cut him. Wow. I think the Big Ten is all about um, medical stuff, more safety. Yeah, stuff like like that. What I read. Yeah, for sure. Which you, I mean, I don't blame them for doing that. One other thing about uh, the Big Twelve schedule is it has given us the flexibility to hold the Big Twelve championship all the way to December nineteenth. So, so say we have some positives and we got to cancel a game against yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. You can move it to the fifth or twelfth and still play the Big Twelve Championship. It'll also be interesting and, and I know there's been a lot of speculation. I haven't seen anything on this, is whether or not they'll start to jumble some games. Like um I know the one that's been brought up a lot is Iowa State. That last one of the year, it's pretty late already. Um moving it up. Would they move it up to like the open week in September, like September twelfth or something? Mm. And try to get some of them. I know some conferences are pushing them later. Yeah, some conferences are like Big Twelve starting early, you know. I almost think it would be better to play like four games in September and then take a little break in October, like a two week high <laughs> period, well, and then try to do it again in October and try to wrap it up. I mean, why not? I, I and maybe I'm, I'm sure there's there's reasons for it, but I mean, everybody's talking about the fact that you know it's biggest issue is going to be when the flu season starts up, and, and a lot of stuff's going to be hard to differentiate, and yeah. you're going to have lots of issues where you got to be super careful. Why not try to get as many as you can out of the way early? Why not yep. front end load it? And then if you have to space it out later on, great. I mean, use it. Why wait and try to pack it in at the end? I, I do have one. We're just talking about the flu season stuff. My mind automatically goes to basketball. <laughs> Shane Lines, <laughs> you isolate those basketball players right now. <laughs> you let them live in a bubble so we can have basketball season, okay? Well, I mean, you do know that they're not bringing – most of the players, I mean, most of the uh, I know students back on campus. Genius, and just, that's yeah. just freshmen. Yeah, and you know that grad students. It's for sports. It, it, I don't no, care what anybody sports. says. Yeah. It, they that are is, doing that for sports. That is Absolutely. the best way they can come up with to say, "Hey, we still have kids on campus, yep. so we can still have sports, but somewhat create a bubble." Yeah, yeah. That's I was telling them before you got here. Uh, my sister in law, she's a freshman at um, that school down the road in Huntington. 
And um, so you she, mean your formal school? I think it's. Do they do? Here's what drives me crazy about most, Marshall. Most of our former schools sitting here. No, I not, think, me. not me. This you've too. Been, you went there though. No, he went to oh. state. Here's what drives me crazy about Marshall. Have you noticed that they do like the horns down thing now? They do. Yes, yeah, they go they to do. games. They do this. What's yeah, that they mean? do the, the Marco. I guess it's for the bison, the herd, or whatever. You're rabbit trailing right now. I was talking about what they're doing for freshmen's <laughs> class schedule. Okay, got it. I'm ADHD. Anyway, shiny object. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, I'm going to jump on Brett. So you mean they stole? They tried to steal Penn State thing and Texas thing? I guess. I don't know. What was the Penn State thing they did? We are. We are. Oh, okay. Well, let's not to mention the Marshall Maniacs that yeah. weren't even created until we were in Yeah. You know, we knew a guy at our church that – they, they claim they created the Marshall Maniacs before uh, WVU did. I said, no. you're crazy. I've been going to games my whole life. and you know. I can tell you right now, I was on the first board at Mountaineer Maniacs. Yeah. Audrey and I were both on the board. It was like we thought it was – we just did it for the – you got priority tickets. That's the yeah. only reason we did it. And that was 1999. Marshall Maniacs didn't start for several years. But later. weren't they already it called was, that before, though? What? The Mountaineer Maniacs? They, it just wasn't know, an maybe. official organization? I mean – the shirts and stuff came that year. Yeah, so. so I don't remember Marshall starting until like 2006, 2007. Right, yeah, that's right, when it was. Right. Yep. Anyways, all right. So rabbit trail. Uh, schedules. <laughs> schedules. Um, she's a freshman, and they adjusted her uh, new schedules to where um, I think four of her classes are online now, and then the two classes that she does have, they told her like they were supposed to be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the other ones were Tuesday and Thursday, so one and one. But they said um, – She'll only have to show up one day a week for both of those. And then the other, like the times that she's supposed to be in class, she just has to log on and like do assignments. So they're pretty much keeping everybody away. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. It's going to be, going to be interesting. All right. So next topic, um, one of my favorite things to watch the last chance you documentaries. Oh yeah. Uh, just came out. Netflix just put out a new one. So season four, five, five, yep. yeah. So the first two were um, Mississippi. Yep. Uh, that, my opinion, I, I think I like the first two better. Oh yeah. First two, um, Mississippi, which there were a couple of W connections, and then the next two were in Kansas, several W connections out there, um, and then this one was in Oakland, Laney College, which uh, it was pretty cool. I have to completely say, completely different. Yeah, completely yeah. different. The coach was, you know, he was hardcore, but not. <laughs> like crossing the line, like the not the previous two coaches. No, uh, yeah, right, exactly. What was uh, it Buddy? Was that the first Buddy coach? Stevens? Yeah. yeah, no, that's a that's a character. No, <laughs> what was his name? What's that's the, the coach's character on Friday Night Lights? What was the coach's name? Buddy something. I don't remember, but uh, and then Jason uh, Brown Brown was the second one, and he's an idiot jerk. Yeah, I mean, I it's fun I, to watch. So. <laughs> he was fun to watch, but he was an idiot. I'll never yeah. forget the first. Game. See, the Mississippi school, they ran it like like a D1 program. They oh, had yeah, they were very professional as far as, you know, their plays and stuff. I literally remember before the first game, they're like literally going over what the play calls were going to be yeah. in season one of the indie, the indie one. And I'm like, this guy is a moron. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the first two seasons definitely did a better job, or the first two teams they followed, of putting kids in college. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. They were highly sought after. I mean, they 
and they had fans, tons of fans yeah. went to those games. Obviously, the one I, in Kansas was. I mean, the sad. athletes at the first two different probably, level. I mean, it, yeah, you could you could definitely tell this was more of like a D two, maybe D three. You might get one or two D ones, but um, yeah, it, completely different. Like watching the actual football. I mean, I enjoy the stories, but I also enjoy watching the football. Like the first uh, the first game. The oh, yeah. kickoff hit. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. You, you, oh, my goodness. That was – That got me excited. Yeah. What was sad, though, was – not sad, but it's like every single time that they went in and, and covered a team, they had either just won the championship. They, it's or, like a curse. It's a curse. And they they never won it. And then – so as soon as they left and went from uh, Mississippi to Kansas, they, they won, won it the, again. The national championship, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. And then I don't think – uh, Jason Brown out there at Indy ever I don't think they ever won a championship. So. They won the conference yeah. in Kansas, which I guess is big. And then uh Laney College had won. They kept saying state championship slash national championship. I don't know. I don't know. Um but uh Asbury, what do you think? I think nothing. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us guy. why. Tell us well, why you I, think I'll nothing. be honest with you. I have never watched the show. Oh my gosh. So this it's guy terrible. does not watch March Madness and has yeah. never seen Last Chance You yeah. or any, any thirty for thirty. Any documentaries oh other than MJ, the last the summer. last dance, and also the well, yeah yeah I watched the uh, the summer which sucked but still it did. <laughs> Asbury keeps winning over all of our listeners. Hey, it's <laughs> unreal, it's unbelievable. I, I don't understand. I like that. live sports. I don't live in the past. I can't help it. You don't like live sports. You don't like March Madness. My I, God. I well, I said sports, not basketball. Oh gosh. <laughs> I like live baseball. I like live baseball <laughs> and football. And and I'll I, watch a West Virginia game. Well. College football, I don't listen to almost pros. And I really like it when they throw that ball under <laughs> <laughs> And he only watches those games from his couch. Yeah. He used to go to all of them. Now he doesn't do that anymore. Uh, Too busy. Too busy. Listen, I'm, I'm tree just, stand. it's also comfortable <laughs> and uh, warm. Good coverage. <laughs> it's probably 78 degrees. You can see all angles. You don't have to worry. Yeah. So, um, that will actually be the last, supposedly for now, the last – football they cover on last gen shoe the next one coming out is, is basketball they've already filmed it i guess they've teased it's it out in california too i think it was out in california too mm -hmm. that's gonna be something juco yeah. i don't know is juco basketball yeah, or is it, yeah okay it's juco. and because those usually juco basketball is really good it's yeah. simply because the grades you yeah. know somebody didn't make the grades which yeah. um kind of is the case but really if they bring it further our way there's a good chance we'll see some w recruits because hugs loves yeah. going after some oh yeah jucos mm -hmm. yeah we've had a, a slew of them yeah. in the last three jay sean yeah tavon casey mitchell was casey one. mitchell was one yeah he, we, he loves jucos he hates taz he, sherman he, he hates transfers like traditional transfers but he yeah. loves mcneil true mcneil's a juco yep i mean he yeah. just loves you yeah but he's really the one that started that in college basketball at cincinnati that's why he got hated on at first when they went to the final four uh, because he had a oh, bunch yeah. of JUCO players. Well, and, and back then, too, uh, the way they did the graduation rate, didn't count. it didn't count. Yeah, um, even if they graduation, graduated, mm -hmm. it didn't count as a graduation because they didn't start at your school, and it killed him. It made, made his uh, graduation rates and everything look horrible. Oh, he was some of the lowest in the country. And yeah. In fact, that was the first go-around that was supposedly reported why W didn't go after him yeah. the first time. They are like, his graduation rates are terrible. And either had people going pro at Cincinnati or the JUCO guys, which he made it, a living off of. Basically. They talked about that. They talked about it one, I don't know, one of his shows or something. Mm -hmm. He went through like a three-year stretch where he had literally had a 0% graduation rate, even though that 
every player that he had for three years either graduated, graduated or went pro. Yeah. But yeah, because they were JUCOs or because they went pro, they didn't count. At WVU, I mean, our academic standing's kind of been crazy with them. I oh, mean, yeah. it's one of the highest ones. Right. So forget all the critics hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Mojax304. We also have a Facebook set up under Mojax Podcast. Um, also set up a pretty cool YouTube channel with some of our clips from the podcast of us recording. Uh, you can find that under Mojax304. And if you have any questions, we've set up an email at uh, Mojax304 at gmail.com. Thanks. All right, let's move on. To lend me your ears. How about the mirrors? So before Asbury tells us about a new recruit, uh, this kind of fits in. Brent, just don't say anything. This kind of oh, fits into this, into this segment. But uh, obviously everyone knows now Vic Coning and W parted ways. It started with Kerry Martin and his comments and things like that. Uh, and now. And now this morning, Kerry Martin tweeted that he is opting out of this season uh, for safety and health concerns basically because of COVID, because he has some underlying issues, asthma and sickle cell. So not saying, not taking a stance. I'm just saying that basically it's a whole lot of stuff that went down and now Kerry Martin's not even playing this, this season. And Facebook and Twitter and message boards was it a mess? were ugly today. Yeah, I figured yeah. it was. <laughs> uh, so when you opt out, does that mean you sit out academically and everything? Is he allowed in the facility? Because right. I feel like if you opt out, you shouldn't be allowed... Based, if you're scared rules, you're going to get sick based on the rules that i saw um schools you can opt out schools have to uh uphold the uh scholarship you still go to school you're just opting out of uh but guess playing. what it's virtual so he can come back to charleston yeah i just wonder take his classes. yeah we, we kind of talked about this before but You've seen this called players opt out. We may see more. Are they gonna Are they gonna petition for a special red shirt? You know, it'd be interesting to see. I it'd be really hard to do. Yeah. Um, well, he because, has a regular red shirt. No, he doesn't. Played a true freshman last year. No, I mean he has one Left. where he oh, played. Yeah, 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 he can red shirt. Yeah, so he'll he'll come back as a actually sophomore. that's what he puts in there. He'll come back as a red shirt sophomore. Yeah, let's hope it's somewhere else. But for most but players, eventually it's gonna the question's gonna pop up that what's gonna happen here? A person has already taken a red shirt. Like seniors, especially. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I I gonna assume no, but who yeah. knows? But the NCA, um, you know, there's this, you know that level is different than some of the other ones where they they do it based on years, not seasons. So it'll be interesting to see if they they'd have to extend the years for almost like everybody, even the people who play. So it'd mm -hmm. be strange. I don't know. But uh, well, okay. How about a recruit? We gotta we gotta. Well, hold commit. on. Here's here's. Lend me your ears that we didn't talk about last week. The fallout from this is we don't have a defense coordinator anymore. That's true. Or, we or didn't we, talk about or it. Or we have two. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I hate <laughs> the defense by committee. I know. Like you're gonna have so well, you're gonna have two guys calling two different things. I agree, but I think that again, I think that's all gonna be just what's put out there. But Some, Jordan Leslie's somebody's gonna, gonna be making making the calls. I think it's gonna be Jordan Leslie. Okay. I, I mean, think, as long as you gotta have one person calling the ball. I think yeah. you're gonna have Leslie game planning the front end. You're going to have a die game planning the back end during the week. But I think on game day, I think Leslie's going to be the guy, even though they both have the co-role. Somebody's got to call the play. Somebody's going to take control on game days. <laughs> as soon as I read that press release that they were doing that, I, 
I don't know why Joe DeForest's face automatically <laughs> popped in my head because that was the he was the worst defense coordinator we've ever had. Yeah. I mean that was terrible. It was bad. And see the trees from DeForest. Oh, <laughs> That's all. But I Leslie has the experience, and Adai still is a you know kind of so called up and comer. Yeah. So that would make more sense, but uh, maybe too there it's more of a giving Adai that name that you know yeah. kind of a pump him up type thing, but. But we did get a commit. We did. Um, of course, who knows? We've gotten several commits that disappeared. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully this one won't. But tell us about this commit we got. Uh, this commit was a is actually a flip. Uh, he had been committed to Miami. He's from Miami. Um, Brent, what was the name of that school again? Is it Northwestern? Miami Northwestern. Yeah, Miami North- Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kid's uh, name is Ja'Cory Hammett. He's a three-star uh, linebacker. I think he's being recruited as a bandit linebacker in our defense, uh, kind of a rush, you know, hybrid rush end uh, linebacker kind of guy. Um, in that six two six three range right now, uh, over two hundred pounds. Uh, got uh, from what I hear and read, got plenty of room to grow and and, and build into that kind of disruptor. But I didn't uh, know he's committed to Miami. That's he was committed nice, to Miami. Yeah. Um, my understanding, I mean, just to be what what I've read out there was he's been committed to Miami for a long time. Um, they didn't necessarily push him out, but they are expecting to get a flip from a big five-star that was committed to Tennessee. And he decided to um, flip over. Uh, allegedly has a really good uh, – he did an interview. He's got a, a really good uh, foundation with the coaches. Um, felt strong. Uh, kind of made it sound like he never got to um, visit here. So that's why he committed to Miami, and he went. Did ahead. he do a virtual visit? Did a virtual visit. He's still wanting to, you know, still wants to come on campus and look around when he can. But you know, they're still not allowed to. But he uh, made it sound like he just had a really good relationship with the coaches and decided to go ahead and and uh, flip his commitment to where he really wanted to go. Um, he just didn't never got to, you know, come on campus. Hmm. Interesting. Well, at least we got new facilities going up. Yeah. Have y'all seen the picture of the scoreboard and stuff? How oh, big it's going to be? Ridiculous. Yeah. That no fans will be able to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe be able to go up and sit on Law School Hill, Hill yeah. and just maybe stare at it. Actually, maybe they'll put the away games on that, on that. and people can space out and watch it. <laughs> what kills me about uh, the scoreboard, I was so or the video board, I was so disappointed when they put the new one up because I mean, it, they only use half of it because there's so many ads on it. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's yeah, like I the know. one that we went to Kansas State and Texas. They have ads, but it's like at the bottom, not yeah. like on both sides. They take so much up. Yeah. Well, they the put uh, the entrance video, they'll, they'll full put screen. on full screen, full and screen. that's it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the game, it's always ads on the side. But uh, two things just came to mind. One, I watched an old movie last night when you was talking about visits. You guys ever seen Johnny Be Good? Look at you. I think I have, but maybe so, not. A lot, an, of, lot of blank stares in this yeah, room right yeah. now. It's an old, it's an old uh, 80s movie. And he's like the number one quarterback in the country and everybody's get, but it's like, it's also like a comedy. So they're taking him to these different places. And then it's like uh Tex horny toads is one school's <laughs> name and stuff like that. So, so anyways, they're taking him all these places and giving him money and all this stuff. But yeah, you all need to kind of, kind of like uh, blue mountain state. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's be good. Did you see yeah. where Pat McAfee said that, um, He's pretty sure that they that's made based on the Blue, yeah. Blue Mountain State. He said album. literally that's what we were doing. Yeah. He just got married this past he weekend. Did. He, he did. did. Yep. Yeah. He hadn't already been married. Nope. He's nope. been with that chick forever. 
Yeah, and let me just tell you, she's a looker too. <laughs> he I'll, married I'll, up. That's all I'll say. Yeah, he he, up. he he out kicked his coverage in real life, <laughs> and also <laughs> his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing was uh, ran across an article today. Did not didn't really read it, but it got me excited about it. Was about uh, Vendere. How do you say him? Cowan. Uh, yeah, Cowan. How do you say his first name? Vendarius. 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 Cowan. Yeah. Because he's he can be if you didn't get hurt again. Absolute. Stu- I mean, he's an NFL player. Yeah. Already. He. I mean, he was that void that uh, David Long. Oh yeah. Left. He just looked different last yeah. year. That oh, Texas absolutely. game. He yeah. was destroying them. Yep. Yep. Um, but do, do we have him for one or two more years? I think he's just a redshirt mm-hmm. junior. Yeah, I think it's two. Well, he would have got last year back because you know he didn't play in four games. That's true. So. Well, at least two, at least two. So it's time for Mojack's Hall of Fame. Brought to you by Gino's Pizza, pizza and spaghetti. <laughs> I thought you Charleston. Had it. You never get that right. I, I never do. Try it again. No. Do so, I need to try yeah, it again? try it again. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't. I, Gino's Pizza <laughs> and spaghetti. <laughs> No, Dan Parsons wrote me a script. I don't know where my script is. Well, I to get the script. To... How hard is it? <laughs> Gino's Pizza and Spaghetti. Stop by and get a Mojack special. I don't, Bar- think, I don't think it's on the menu yet. We got to get it on the menu, okay, Glenn. Glenn Knight. I'm dying for that. We need a buffalo chicken pinwheel or barbecue chicken pinwheel. So that just sounds freaking delicious. Both of those. So after it's night, we need to look. I don't. Asbury's gone this Sunday. We've got it. We've got to get down there yep. to yeah. another one because, I mean, we just have to. Well, food. I, I will say there's a chance I could be back Sunday. Okay, just this let Sunday. Us let just us saying. know. My wife will be in Columbus. That's where he's going. Oh, he's you going to Cleveland? Cleveland, Cleveland. He was in Cl- Columbus last weekend. I'll just have uh, Jackson with me, but I can bring him. He ain't getting the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> that boy be eating my Mojacks. <laughs> Drop him off at your mom's. I could do that as well. That would be a good time to taste test the possible new menu item. Oh, yeah. Mojack's Hall of Fame. Get on it, Glenn. We're coming. Yep. (laughs) Gino's Pizza. So tonight's Mojack's Hall of Fame. Are you ready, listeners? It's going to be top three sports documentaries slash ESPN 30 for 30s. Top three sports documentaries slash ESPN. I can't wait to hear Asbury's list. Are you guys excited for Asbury's list? I mean, list? can we let him go first? I'll go first. Okay. No, you don't even okay. have any. <laughs> All right. Well, oh no, we can't let him go first because he's got to use ours. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I'm not going to use yours. Hey, right. listeners, uh, email mojax304 gmail. Let me know what you think about Justin Asbury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me at mojax304 at gmail.com. Just uh, if you've got any questions next week. And yeah, let me also, know. You know, uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Instagram, Instagram and, and Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. We got to get out there, guys. Yep. We're going to have to, we might need to record like a quick like minute or two. All right. Let's know. talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss that. Later. <laughs> he even said that into the mic too. We may even need to record. You know? I, I did. I leaned into it so that way they know. Hey, it's going to be. You're going to be seeing the it. mic in here. Let's talk about this. After. Let's talk about. All right, I'm going to go. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go first. My three. Brent wants to move on. <laughs> I do have an honorable mention. This is just for you, Asbury. Even though you've never uh, seen it, Catching Hell. 
the one about Steve Bartman and yep. the Cubs and yeah, him. Harvin, no oh man, Oof. that guy. The city of Chicago ruined his life. I mean, literally. And he didn't do anything. No. I mean, <laughs> he, didn't do anything. He, he hit the ball, and that was it. And well, he didn't hit the ball. I mean, oh, you mean yeah. with his glove, yeah. He reached over right, and got right. in, uh, what was his name? I can't remember now, but let's be honest. They Death had threats. like 70 more chances <laughs> yes. to get out of the Wait, inning. Wasn't it a Lou? Yes. Moises Alou. Moises Alou oh, yeah, was yeah. in uh, left field. He only knows because he didn't I see mean, it. Because I watched it live. It. <laughs> but, geez, I was watching it live, too, and it just... I mean, they were throwing stuff at him. It oh, was, yeah. okay, it was no, crazy. They changed his clothes. Legit, I mean, they go into all the life, detail. Yeah. I mean, so that was my honorable oh, yeah. mention. Uh, my third one, Pony Express, oh, about oh, SMU and the death penalty. Oh, yeah. The money those guys were getting in Texas from the big oil people and the boosters yeah. and how they finally just, I mean, they killed SMU's program. If that doesn't happen to SMU, SMU they're in the Big 12 right now. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they were one of those teams. They were running it and uh, – I mean, they Eric just paid Dickerson, a lot of money, like new cars, yeah. cash. Eric Dickerson still maintains that nothing was done illegally. <laughs> While he has a picture of a new, what was it, Trans Am yes. or something? Yeah, and it's on there. there. Like, yeah, you can afford that. It was just crazy. I mean, how much money they were getting. Um, so that was my number three. Number two, Fab Five. Oh, yeah. Uh, just the story of those boys, how they all, you know, committed together. Uh and just that last, I, I remember watching it as a kid because unlike Asbury, I mean, March Madness was on my, from the time I remember, I remember watching it. Yeah. I remember watching that Final Four. My older brothers were watching it. We were all at the house. And when Chris Weber called that timeout. Oh, my Lord. I just remember yelling because I think BJ was a North Carolina fan at that time. I'm not he, joking. Of course he was. I think he was a North Carolina <laughs> fan he was. at that time. So, I mean. But I was I was rooting for Michigan, and then when he walked and called that, uh, he walked first. No, he didn't and walk, called he didn't the timeout. Call, yeah. So the, yeah, BJ BJ back when Vince Carter was. Yeah, there, well, this is even before him, I think. Before. But it was just crazy. I mean, so that was my number two. My number one also has to do with March Madness. Uh oh, surviving advance the Jimmy V story. Oh, that is a good one. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Um, just that whole run they went on and how he. Uh, treated his players, and then Jimmy V. You know why Brent really likes that one? Why? Because he thinks if they can do it, we can, can, can do it. it. <laughs> we can do it, fellas. Listen to me. We can do it. There's not this even. Is, this is the year. This is not even because that. Here's what it makes me so mad when I think about us not doing it. The year uh, before Virginia was like the number one seed and lost. Yeah. We beat them at home. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, we beat them. them a couple years when they were number one seeds, and I'm just like, geez. I mean, we're just right there. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have a lot of skill. NBA players, you got to have some luck, too, yep. in, the, in the March Madness. But well, I still think we would have made a nice run this year. This year. Yeah. Have, yeah. It could have been the year. Well, you here's the thing, too, and Hugs talks about this all the time. The travel and having to play everybody twice, and there's really no bottom of our league. No, I mean – the league is solid. If you're in the ACC, you get to play some teams that aren't very good. Yeah, and you're not traveling as much. Right, you're not traveling as much. So, I mean, you get to play teams like Pitt, Virginia yeah. Tech, all those bottom feeders of the yeah. ACC. ACC. You get to play them all the time. I mean, there's, there's some teams in there that just don't care about yeah. basketball. Clemson doesn't really care about basketball. So, if you think about Miami normally. Yeah. They so. even have basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my number one, surviving advance. Okay, all right. Um, I'll go. So I've got a slew that I wrote down. Because I got, <laughs> it's hard. I, first of all, I'm a sucker for documentaries anyways, regular, and I'm really a sucker for Bradley and also mm. sports documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I had a couple written down, uh, but I, I'll, I'll be different. I had that five, 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 five written down. I'm, I'm going to leave it out since you did it. But I do want to say I had all kinds of Michigan stuff because of that. Like yeah. at that time, I was st- young and stupid and forgot. Like W was it, but we sucked so bad in basketball. We didn't even think about it. So we had a guy, they had guys wearing cool black socks. We had a guy wearing a black leather jacket on our sideline. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I think the last dance is so obvious because it was a 10 part and you can still be y'all's, but I think it's, I don't know. It's almost too obvious. I mean, it's definitely in my top three, but just to be different, I'll, I'm going to move on and I'm going to, I want to name a couple here. So I've got to go with one little big men. Mm. And that is the one about the little league team in the eighties that at that time, typically we didn't upset the Chinese Taipei uh, or any of the international teams. And they did, they kind of became rock stars and just, it almost ruined their life. They're just, they were on TV shows and everything yeah. else. So it was really cool. Um, the next one, it would probably number one, but I feel like they left a lot of stuff out, but I have to put it in there. Rand university. That's a good one because Ooh, it's yeah. Randy Moss, who, again, I was obsessed with, I know he went to Marshall, but, um, but you know, he wasn't that much older than me. So the people on there, like I played baseball against Sam Singleton. He was, that was his best bud. So, you know, he was on that documentary. And if you remember, he actually stopped talking. He just broke down yeah. because he, he ruined his life. I mean, yeah. he, he was a very high draft pick in the ML, in ML, MLB draft. So, um, but the, the last one, I want to maybe throw a curveball. I've got a number one because I remember it so vividly. And that is, it's entitled June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. OJ. That's right. So we were watching um, NBA either finals or it was the finals. Finals, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and then the whole OJ thing happened, and it's just one of those things. It's like hard to explain, but it just you couldn't stop. You just, I mean, for, so I was fourteen years old, so I didn't really understand it. I just do like so OJ Simpson at that time was, you know, he, he wasn't playing anymore, but he was acting and just everyone loved him. And then like they tell you, he might have killed someone <laughs> by the way. He definitely did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got so, um, I don't know. That one really intriguing how they kind of went into that and just how it kind of just in it, it, everyone in sports world and other others were just, it was nuts. So, but I think I'll leave it at that. I, st- I had the U on there. That was really intriguing yeah. to me. Bo Jackson, He's like one of my favorite athletes of all time. So I'm telling you, there's not very many bad at ESPN no. 30. There's a few bad ones on there. but The Rand University one, I just loved it when he would talk about his mom. Yeah. And he was like, I get five visits. She was like, no, you get three. <laughs> <laughs> and like picked out. But I mean, just, just remember that school down the road. I mean, he was technically, he had nowhere else to go. Oh, yeah. He'd been kicked yeah. out of Notre Dame, kicked out of Florida, Florida State. Florida State, yeah. But, um, Which, you know, you go back, and I, and I remember at that time, so he got he got kicked out. He got in a fight in high school. Well, now yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a, I mean the guy did get he he did get his butt kicked, yeah. but he got in a fight and it got ugly. So they they kicked him out of Notre Dame before he even got there, I think. And then he goes to Florida State and tests positive for marijuana. 
nowadays are you kidding me yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean nowadays he's nowadays, still there you, yeah nowadays you get like 10 or 12 of those before yeah. they even say anything if he was from florida california and that happened you really don't think they would have made that work because yeah. i don't oh, think yeah. they really truly knew what they had down right. there now i've heard stories several stories of him and he was only in florida state a little bit and they would say they he was there for like two weeks they kicked off to him, and I guess Bobby Bowden was notorious for putting first-team defense on the kickoff team, and I guess he returned it. And then they were like, he got all over him, and so they <laughs> act like they didn't take it serious. He, they kicked it to him. He returned it again. That's the type of stuff like yeah. he would do. And uh, I'm not. I think he went. I think he wanted to come to view. I mean, I'm, I've read that several times, and they wouldn't. Don Neal wouldn't take him after all that. So, anyways, let's go, boys. So I'll go next, Bradley. Um, <clears throat> so I like I, I have a lot of course I mean I'm just gonna go ahead and state my number one has to be last the last dance. Okay. Um last but, dance. Mm. The last dance. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> Donna, Donna Summer. Yeah. Is that what's her name? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I'm just I, I I have to include that on my list. But I have a lot as far as uh Aaron Hernandez. Ooh, yeah, that that's whew. I think that might be my th- Gosh, I don't know if I could put it on the top three. That was a Netflix one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Another one um, that I really liked, uh, there was one on bodybuilding with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You would. uh, (laughs) No, I mean, it just it kind of followed him around and showed his diet and his workouts and stuff. It was pretty cool. Similar Um, to yours. Can you believe that he... I mean, that man became the governor of California (laughs) for a little bit. It's crazy. (laughs) Jim Justice, our governor. I know, that's true. But um, it's crazy as someone becoming president. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you like this. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I thought you were about to leave. This. Am I having a stroke? Isn't that what Jim Justice Am I even says? Talking What's right? it saying? Oh, oh. I'll yeah. tell you like this, sir. Uh, and everything. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we went down and uh, you know we're just really trying to keep people and everything and keep them really safe and everything. And all the power invested in me. <laughs> Whatever he says. We got to keep our old people safe and everything. Nobody likes this state more than me. In no way, shape, or form. Fame or fashion. Not, form or fashion. I'm not joking. I watched him for like three or four minutes one time on one of his broadcasts and I counted and everything at least like 26 <laughs> it's ridiculous it's like that nervous when instead of people going uh, uh. it's a, an everything which is so much worse and everything so much it down pat yeah so um I'm gonna have to go with uh you don't know Bo yeah that's gonna be number two for me um same thing I love Bo Jackson always mm. did as a kid watch the cartoons watched him play when i was a kid so cartoon oh the he cartoon had, with you know, michael uh, no who wayne was on Gret- it wayne gretzky I that cartoon that what no we're too young we're too, we're too old. <laughs> oh my gosh isn't michael in it <laughs> yeah michael wayne gretzky what's the name of that cartoon was larry bird in it too oh, wayne I, gretzky I, I look it up all right we can look it up later yeah. but they had a cartoon that oh, was cartoon, amazing i know mj space jam <laughs> <laughs> it's a real cartoon um so uh Bo, and uh here we go yeah i'll just throw this down no i'm just trying to think because i had a few as asbury's looking that up uh, so last dance pro stars pro stars that's what it was okay i don't remember it 1991 had one season <laughs> it was a good cartoon what are you four he's six, he's six. no he's only four yeah four? Oh my God. buddy i got memories when i was two years old 
I will tell them to you. Don't tell them to us. I have a feeling they're. they're and and then one time, um, thirteen episodes and everything. When I was two, when I was two years old, uh, Mr. Quincy Wilson, (laughs) my my mama said, my mama said, it's time to feed Bubba. Come on in. I hate you all. He was like six. Yeah. All right, Asbury. You're up. You want to hear a funny story about Bubba? Always. No. About him being six. I just thought about this. He was in kindergarten. He comes home and he's like chewing on something. My mom and dad's like, Bradley, what are you chewing on? He had kept food in his mouth from lunch. Coleslaw. Coleslaw. In his mouth all day. And he saved it for later for when he got home. That's disgusting. How do you even do that? Coleslaw. I had it in my jaw like a big old chaw. Coleslaw. (laughs) Sucked on that thing all day. That's what she said. Oh, I I forgot about that. All right, so I'll go ahead and do my list, and it's funny because I know everybody wanted to hammer me, and you still can. I haven't watched any of these, but (laughs) But they sounded good. No, it's funny. uh, Some of the ones you all said, I am going to steal them because I have actually watched them. I forgot that I watched a couple. Of course you did. So I did. It's like he forgets he watched Martin Magic. No, I don't forget that. I don't watch that crap. That's the views in it. But... uh, so obviously, number one, I did watch them all. Was the last dance great? I mean, I know they can see why you leave it off just to do other thing different, but yeah. it is. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's awesome. still the best yeah. one. Yeah. So uh, number two is the Catching Hell. I have watched that. I've seen it. Great, and it was great. Um, it actually was really hard to watch, as you said. You felt bad for him. <laughs> you man. felt so yeah. bad for him, and and the stuff they had to go through to get him out of there, mm-hmm. and and different things. Uh, number three, um, and everything, and everything. <laughs> Rand University. I, I, no, I, yeah, I watched that one, okay. and that was good, and it was really interesting. Some of the stuff you, it really sparked back when you were talking about like the Florida State stuff. Oh yeah, and um, in in talking with kind of the thought process from Bowden on if he wouldn't have just got kicked out of Notre Dame, then the other stuff may have slid, or you know, if he. Is there a little bit longer before the drug right. test and things like that? Yeah. You know, he doesn't maybe get kicked out or, but he just had zero, zero opportunity to, to mess up. Yeah. And of course he did. So I still remember the Friday night shows. That was when Chopper 13 would come land at oh, your yeah. school and mm-hmm. stuff. But I remember them showing clips of like Lou Holtz at his games yeah. and like just thinking, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's unbelievable. So there's I my mean, three. That's, that's okay. Not bad. It might be the only three I've ever only watched. Only three he's ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> Till we name like six. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen those. There's a chance I've seen bits and pieces of other ones, but I, I have watched those. You need to go watch The Last Chance You. Start, yes. start from the that first just start. one. It really it's doesn't. It's oh. doesn't sound like something I'd like to watch. Why would not, it's great. Why would you not like to watch it? I don't know. This season, like the stories, there was guys literally a guy living in his car. There yeah. was another guy that was married with two kids that would bring his kids in, in a stroller, stroller. Oh, to football practice. And that one lady you in class stay like, right here. you can't bring those kids in <laughs> yes. my class. An old lady was like, you can't bring them in there. You got to go outside. <laughs> a teacher, a professor. Wow. So. All right. See you boys next week. Right. Yep, yep. Later. Every year we pick an away game and there's about six, seven, eight of us that hop in that RV 
and we go to that away game. So Texas was actually that game we were at that year. I think it was that game. We've been there four times, I think. Yeah. We've been to almost everywhere in the Big 12. We've not been to Kansas yet. Well, the year uh, before that at K-State. Yeah, uh, that was another good one. I, we pretty much sat with Reese's dad. Oh, yeah, that's he, right. Your dad went to every game, didn't he? Like every yeah, he was there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. It was great because I had great support. You know, uh, when I was at home, my family was able to make it. My wife was there at the away games. I mean, it's Oklahoma and Texas, basically, with the exception of Kansas, which is still the Midwest. Uh, my wife's family was there. So no matter where I went, I had awesome support. Well, speaking of that, another question I had was outside of Mount Shakil, what was like your favorite venue to go to, whether it was Irregardless of a big win, we may have already answered it based on you know what you said a minute ago. But uh, did you have a favorite place to play? Did you really like to go feed off energy or just beat them? Or <laughs> you, you mean you mean talking about uh, going somewhere like a special special venue to play in? Yeah, posting. Yeah. Let me tell you what. Um, I think a really really electric atmosphere. Uh, I would definitely say is Oklahoma. Okay, uh, they are loud. But I also think another another really good one, um, and it's really hard to play at, to be honest with you, um, is Texas Tech. They are rowdy. They are rowdy. And Kansas State, they are rowdy too. Tell you what, when you're off the field, they those fans are so respectful. They are awesome. Yeah, I mean, they'll shake your hand and respect you. But when you're on that field, oh, my gosh, you are the enemy. It's it's awesome. They they really have a good fan base there. We don't want to do Texas Tech because it's so far in an RV. Yeah, we have not been there yet because also people said Lubbock's kind of boring. But it sounds like we're going to have to go. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing in Lubbock. There is absolutely nothing in Lubbock. <laughs> but when you get tortillas thrown at you, it's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good feeling. But we've always said that too about Texas. Like it's the biggest stadium, but they kind of sit on their hands a lot. They rely on those big speakers on the sidelines yeah. to kind of pump the noise in. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a big. Uh, that's a big factor. I mean, their views are sixty-five thousand. I've said this for years. I've been to a lot of places. LSU was the loudest. Well, I, I take that back. The Georgia Dome, when Fat Way was playing, whenever Georgia came back, had us third and like 12 because Fat Way scrambled for a first down, <laughs> but that was loud. But um, LSU was definitely loud, you know. But their view, maybe, and Reese can speak to this, he's got the experience. I think that 65,000 is just as loud as even Texas's 100,000. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Now, there becomes a point, there's, there's two points when it comes to the left now, which is the first. Yeah, you can talk. There's been times on the field, and you can hear like the quarterback of the team just like talking, and you can talk trash to him. Yeah, when down the stance. And then there's a second point, and that point is it's so loud you can't hear, and there's like not really a middle ground. And then there's a point where it's so loud that it hurts. There's only been a few times that I've, a few times that I've uh, really been around it. It's so loud that it hurts. Um, once at Oklahoma, once at Texas. And then the rest of the time has been on Mountain Dew Field. And Mountain Dew Field only holds 60K. I mean, you're looking at a huge difference between Oklahoma and, and UT. And uh, they're just as loud. Unfortunately, I haven't. Uh, we've been, I've been to Oklahoma twice. Haven't got to see them yet. But, yeah. um, we were there last year when the cart opened for us. That was, yeah. right that was in the front highlight. Of of Reese, that, that happened right in front of us when that <laughs> cart flipped over. That was crazy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was one of the few highlights that yeah. day. <laughs> They were good. They, they were, were they were stacked. They were loaded. But um, but no Texas. You know the thing is, Reese, you've said this too. We haven't really run into bad fans in the Big Twelve. They've always been very welcoming. I know we don't have that rival like Pitt and Virginia Tech and all that stuff, but they've always been like really. Even I've been in Texas. Oklahoma three, State. 
That was on the stadium. That was, that was awesome. probably one of the best. Actually, yeah, that was we a were, really cool place. We were there for their homecoming, and we met some guys in the RV lot, and they um, took us, put us in the back of their truck, <laughs> gave us a ride down that, that um, downtown. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> put us in the back of their truck, gave us a ride downtown, and showed us like around to Eskimo Joe's and places like that. So, yeah. I mean, well, really you know what? I forgot about something. Let me tell you all this. I apologize, and I'm going to admit this on the air in front of everybody. Um, not the loudest place to play, but the absolute hardest place to play in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State, besides wow. if you come to Mountaineer Field. Um, you know, the, the phones are about four feet off of your bench, and they got those paddles, and they're right in front of the student section. And you can, you're sitting there drawing stuff up on the whiteboard, and you can feel the wind off the paddles, so you think they're going to hit you in the back of the head. Um, you know, so that's definitely one of the hardest places to play. But let me tell you what, they are – here's the thing is, you know, all the fans in the Big 12 are phenomenal except the ones who sit in row A right behind the bench. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, all, they're all awesome, really. I mean, like, you know, when you're walking out, super respectful. And you even have kids from, you know, Kansas, like I said, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, doesn't matter. And they're, they're at WVU's side, and when you walk out, they're asking for guns and mobilia, like Iowa State. Like, they're so respectful. And I have actually had a kid who is a huge WVU fan. He lives in Iowa, and he uh, goes to all the Iowa State games just to see WVU play. And the kid still writes me to this day. He writes me letters all the time, and I write him letters back. And um, The fans are super respectful, super respectful. But I tell you what, they do make it hard to play when you're sitting down on the bench. I will give them that. They, it really is. It's really a, it's a unique atmosphere the Big 12 is. Yeah, my season tickets to WVU, I think we were row five behind the visitor bench. And I, Let him we were No, we were okay. But, yes, he's right. The first row, <laughs> the I don't know what it people. is, but they, it's all the whole game. The whole, and they, they'll pick out a player or two with a funny name. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I heckled somebody. Who, whose brother was it that I heckled? Was oh, yes. Gronk? Yeah. Uh, For K-State, yeah. Yeah, Gronk, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His yeah. younger brother? Yeah, yeah I heckled him one year. <laughs> there will never be a better uh, just, like, trumping those people on the front row than when we had the defensive linemen. Dingle and Barry, oh, yeah. and they sit beside each other. That was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going to jump ahead here. We always do a segment um, Reese called Lend Me Your Ears. It's kind of our recruiting segment. Fall camp, fall camp finally sort of opened. Yeah. Um, but obviously no one's allowed in it, so it's very strange. Uh, Creedy said today, um, he said, we're basically just relying on what Neil Brown says, and he said, although, you know, he – they think you know he's not like some coaches. He's very truthful. Right. So if he's giving any attaboys, it's it's probably very valid. But um, Asbury is kind of our our sort of expert. None of us are experts. I, but I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have any new recruiting news or anything, Asbury? Not really. I wasn't really talking too much about that here. Uh, there's really not been a lot other than all the transfers that went in. Yeah. And and through the cracks on the ball season and the COVID, you know, waiting period. But I was gonna want to kind of ask a question based on we just we kind of talked about camp and you know they're on what day eight or nine now day eight they yeah. still haven't you know they're still not sitting they've never did some you know did some stud work and i kind of wanted to know what you know kind of reese's thoughts were on you know normally where would you be at this time eight mm -hmm. or nine days in you know were you already hitting a lot by now um you know what kind of effect do you think that might have on gainesville whether or not you know yeah, might some tackling behind or or even playmaking because you're not just used to getting hit yeah uh so let me put it to you this way um when this is this is a little bit from the training guy the training room who's educated me on this as well as like some of my friends as well 
Most of injuries come from the ground, not from other people, okay? And I promise you, you can get just as good a work um, thudding up, okay, and not tackling as you can tackling. As a matter of fact, it helps uh, protect player safety. Uh, and let me promise you, you are just as worn out, just as tired, and just as sore when you thud up and you don't – and you're not taking the ground. The ground just prevents, you know, injuries and such like that. I mean, especially, you know, O and D line getting rolled up or, uh, you know, like a linebacker running downhill and running down a, you know, defensive lineman's butt or something, you know. Um, and going to the ground really, really helps prevent injuries. But other than that, I promise you, at this point in camp, you know, if you're hitting um, – Coach Brown's got a really good system where they, where they go uppers a lot. Um, and they'll do like two days of uppers, one day of full pads, two days of uppers, one, or maybe even three to one. Um, he keeps his players at a really good ratio. Um, so, you know, they hit. I mean, you don't – you never really forget. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you forget. Um, and as long as you are, you know, going with good form and good technique, um, you really don't lose it that much. So I think Coach Brown's got a really good system going, um, staying up and not, not tackling, just stunning up. He keeps your players fresh uh, longer because day eight, uh, I'm not in camp right now, but let me just tell you, day eight, there is also no light at the end of the tunnel, but you also forgot what your name is and uh, who you are and where you live and stuff. So, um, you know, you're at a not very good point at this point because you're tired, you're sore, you know, you're lifting every day, you're lifting, uh, you're practicing every day, you know, means all day long, 12-hour, 14-hour days. It's tough, you know, it's really tough. And so being able to keep guys sharp mentally, like keep their mental acuity going and also keep them physically healthy, I think it projects you into the season very well. So as long as you are able to get good work in, which Coach Brown knows how to do it, without going and tackling and beating the crap out of each other, I really think that's the way to go. And he's got a good system for it. That sounds good. Now we're getting excited. We're getting excited. Well, especially since, uh, I mean, Neil Brown's a couple of times in interviews I've listened to already talked about that he thinks that they're ahead of the game mentally because they have those, you know, quote, OTAs and Mm -hmm. so many Zoom meetings that he thinks they're ahead mentally. So that, you know, physical part's not that big of a deal and they're ahead mentally that's exciting well and the coaches have to be i mean they are literally running two practices a day with two different teams right yeah now. so you've so got weird. the gold squad and the blue yeah. squad and they're running in there so they're i mean they're probably just as tired as anybody working on no, you know? the coaches got to be worn out yeah well everyone says that uh neil brown is one of the most organized right. coaches ever and so you know, he's kind of taken this and just been just rolling with it. Whereas, you know, you've had a lot of coaches, and, may, and maybe they're doing the same, but that are very outspoken, complaining. Neil Brown's just, he's just going to work. Yeah, he's like. just doing it. He's not, he's not talking anything about it. So, Reese, what did you think about the other conferences canceling? And do you think the Big 12 will be able to put in a full season? Uh, here's my thing. I'm, I'm very neutral on this, this topic. Um, and you know, it's hard for me to pick an opinion and I don't say that just because I don't want to avoid criticism. I really don't care um, who criticizes. It's, it's hard to pick an opinion on this because as somebody thinking logically, like is the health and safety of your players, uh, you know, for the rest of their lives and maybe endangering their, endangering their families. Like some of those guys on at, you know, at WVU and all around the, the United States, and man, they got kids at their apartments in, in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have families and stuff. Like, so, really, is playing a game, a football game, it is a game, regardless of, you know, I know I understand, like, you know, it's a, other than baseball, I understand it's America's pastime. It's a huge deal. Like, it brings in billions and billions and billions of dollars in revenue. Like, I understand that. But it is still a game. You know what I mean? Right. So, is, is a game really worth the health and safety of your players and your family? Uh, to me, I say no. But at the same time, you know, if you go about it correctly, 
Um, I, I, I just say let him play. I mean, it, it might be weird if you have to play with no fans in the stadium, but I think that you can do it. And I really do think that you can play football this year. And I think there's, you know, if you set up certain parameters, um, I don't think that canceling seasons, um, I would say canceling seasons are probably a better way to go than pushing them back to the spring. I think pushing them back to the spring is just going to create more issues. Um, but I do think there could have been a solution, and I and I will tell you firsthand, I do not think the solution was canceling non-conference games. I do not think that whatsoever. Well, I think that was Today, a bad decision. In Neil Brown's press conference, I guess so they had a bunch of positive tests early in the summer, and I, he pretty much said, you know, guys, we've talked. If guys break the protocol a few weeks, they may not be with the team. I mean, yeah. he was asked about whether or not freshmen were going to play, and that's kind of what he said. We may lose some guys that don't stick to the protocols outside the building. Which so, is so tough for a young college kid. Oh, yeah. You know, finally getting away from home. And I, I guess they're but talking about – go ahead, Reese. Absolutely. Here's my here's my other question for you. If you cancel a football season and, like, it's hard to understand. Like, I didn't understand this until I got to college and until I was in that locker room. Um, and a lot of people aren't going to understand what I'm about to say, but some people will. A lot of those kids, they don't have anything. Like, and you think that she might be in a bad spot. They don't have anything. Like, they don't have a home to go home to if they do. Like, you're talking about walking in. There's holes in the floor. There's gunshot holes in the windows. Like, some of these kids are from bad places, okay? And football is the only thing that they have. And do you really think that going home and canceling the season, even being away from college, do you think that that's safer than being there and being tested every single day for COVID? Do you think it's even safer than – and, you know, all the coaches doing a wellness check every time you walk in the building. Do you think it's safer than being inside that sanitized building every single day? It's not. You know, those guys are going to have – I mean, they have to do something. Um, and, um, you know, being at home is not going to be your answer. Well, I'll I tell you what. You bring up a really good point. We were talking right before we started. Uh, they announced today that all the teams and conferences that did cancel, uh, they're allowing them like 12 hours a week of, of practice and, and work time, even though the season's canceled. And you bring up a very good point that it's a, it's a very good reason to keep the kids on campus, keep them under the protocols. Um, it just gives them a chance to be in that environment you just talked about. You make a very good point there. Yeah. Here's my here's my solution to the problem. You have a season, okay? You have it without fans or, you know, maybe just, just media, just coaches, and just, you know, outlets like that. You don't have any fans in the stadium, okay? You sell it on ESPN. You sell it on HBO. You sell it on whatever, just like a fight, like you would order a fight. You buy what you want. You still make enough in revenue to keep the league afloat. And my deal is is, is you those kids that are coming back to college, you have to have screen protocols or you have to do college online. If you are letting your, your kids back on campus, it is not a good decision. Any university is not making good decisions by letting them back. It doesn't right. matter. Those guys that are doing those guys for season, you tell me what the difference is between them going to class and catching COVID from some kid at class, and they come and, and hit, or they go to practice or go to the weight room or whatever, and they pass it to all their teammates, yeah. and then it's all going through there anyways. It doesn't matter because they're they're still around them. So you either have to have them completely separate, the facilities locked down, nobody's there, or you have to you have to let them there because they're, they're there anyways. They're going to spread it. So you might as well go ahead and have a season. You might as well do it safely. But I think the big thing is going to be able to, to keep those kids who are at the university. You need to have some type of online schooling or online classes because Lord knows probably about 50% of all classes are online anyways. They could migrate to something like that. Yeah, and that's and that has you – know, unfortunately, we're seeing – so Notre Oklahoma Dame, State. Oklahoma State, 
Uh, UNC, we immediately, within a week, had 100-plus kids test po students, not student-athletes, you know, because – and there's, there's videos floating around with people just all in the bars, parties, just crazy. Um, and, and unfortunately, W2 has happened, and Faridi said today that uh, – no, Hoppy said they are actually looking to discipline their students because they were, they were warned before they got there, you know, to do certain things. And that's just unfortunate because, I mean, obviously you go to college, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know, it's, it's something awesome, but uh, it's just a different world right now, absolutely. And, and I mean, such a good point that Reese brought up about the kids. And uh, it's going to sound weird because I don't, I don't rave about Nick Saban. <laughs> but yeah. he, he said something you know, last year, year before, that really, really, like, it really got to me because he said they were asking him, you know, a kid got in trouble. I, I think it was cleaning marijuana or something. Yeah. And uh, he just got fed up. He said, what do you want me to do? He said, do you want me to send these kids back on the streets? Right. He said, I mean, I'm providing you know, them a safe, you know, safe environment, and you want every time a kid you know, either steps out of line or smokes a joint, you want me to immediately kick them off the team and put them on the streets. And that's, that's, you know, that's just a total wrong answer. Yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. So that's an, that's an excellent point you brought up there, Reese, absolutely. Look, here's my thing is we had a kid, um, he's one of my good friends. I'm not going to mention any names. My freshman year, he's my class, came in, uh, really love the guy. He's one of my favorite people ever at WD, and he's still there. Um, he got in trouble. Uh, my, I early enrolled, so he, he got in trouble when we first got there. And I'm not kidding when I say this. He missed spring ball, and from, like, March to, like, I want to say fall camp, and I'm not kidding when I say this. He was at the facility building for over 12 hours a day. He cleaned every weight. He cleaned all the windows. He ran every single step in that facility building. The kid was working his butt off. Like, he, he, they had him on a string. And that kid that I'm telling you about, um, they could have easily kicked him off of the actions. As a matter of fact, whatever the kid did in Alabama doesn't even compare. What happened at WVU was way worse. The kid could have been expelled from the university. They put him on such a tight rope. They made, like I said, they made him clean everything in that facility building. I mean, they really, really, really disciplined him really hard. And you know what? That kid is probably going to be a starter this year. And he was a major, major contributor. Might have been a starter. I can't. Actually, he was a starter last year. Um, and the kid is going to leave with like two degrees. He and even if he doesn't make it to the NFL, he might. But if he doesn't, it's not not a big deal because he's going to set himself up for future success in life. Nick Saban's got it down. I mean, you're just going to send the kid back to the streets and you're not going to make a difference in life when, you know, you could really take the opportunity to, to morph that kid and transform them to make them a better person for society, turn them loose and see what they do. And that's what exactly what is done with, uh, you know, Nick Saban. That's exactly what's happened uh, in the WV facility. And this guy that I know, he's one of the best people I've ever met. I mean, I would, I would trust my life. I trust my kids. I trust my wife. I trust my dog. I trust whoever with this guy. I and mean, he's awesome. So we are going to – we always do a segment at the end. We call it the Mojack uh, Hall of Fame. We always have a top three. It just – it can be totally random. We just do totally random things. But we, we thought since we had a high school absolute star on the show, and plus it's a high school that and we I was down for, there today. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so we thought we would go back. We're all from West Virginia. And I think Brent maybe – uh, sent this to you, Reese, so hopefully you don't have to go first. We can all go and you can think about it. But I, I wanted to do the top three West Virginia high school atmosphere. It doesn't have to be necessarily football. It probably will be, but football, basketball, and really other, I mean, I don't know, 
what else to do. I mean, I, I'm a baseball guy, but there's nobody goes to the baseball game. <laughs> so um, we do. Uh, we have a little sponsor, Reese, uh, and uh, old Bubba here. He's got a little. He's got a little jingle. So. Reese, I don't know if you know, but we actually have a menu item at Gino's right. Pizza right now called the Mojacks. Yeah. Yeah. So Gino's. No way. Yeah. yeah. Gino's is our sponsor. Gino's South Charleston, and uh, they have us down every once in a while. If you ever come, if you're back home and visit, we can go down there and do a show. They put a buffet out for us, just oh, us. They take care of us. And, buddy, we absolutely pound that. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Y'all let me know. When I get back in town, you guys let me know, and we'll, uh, we'll go crush some pizza or something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Bubba, let's hit it. Uh, Mojack's Hall of Fame brought to you tonight by Gino's Pizza and Spaghetti of South Charleston, home of the 999 Big Cheesy. And now featuring the Mojack's, a delicious barbecue or buffalo chicken pinion. They are delicious. You got to see the pictures. They're on our. Are they on Twitter? Our yeah, Twitter, they're on Instagram. Yeah, they're, they're good. Right. Okay, so who wants to start it off? Who's Asbury goes first. I'll go second. All right, I'll start it off with uh, some honorable mentions here. Um, uh, this is probably no uh, secret or something discussion we've had before, but I'm not a big high school sports fan. No, He's I not a fan of anything. Go. Just, just get to I'm the just point. Not. I just I haven't I've been to like six high school events since I graduated. So Reese, Justin, and I are baseball guys, and we love football. He played baseball at W, so he's he's got that going for him. But other than that, <laughs> that's about it. And you know, so it's gonna be awkward. His Although, wife begged us to bring him on this podcast to get him out, <laughs> get out of the house, house once a week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am gonna surprise everybody with my one selection. Okay. All right, here we go. Just one. Just one, because it's all I really got. The basketball state tournament. Oh, well, that is that's really good. Okay, yeah. so that is I'm a big. Uh, it is a good environment. I mean, it's fun to go and watch those games, and didn't matter who's playing. I'm gonna be more specific. Okay, that's that's a great. Yeah, that's a lot. You're only you're only literally only giving one. Yeah, I mean you can call, call it days one, two, and three. Oh, geez. okay, here. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Okay, Brent. So, growing up in Polka, it was a big. I mean, it was. I know Asbury's gonna hate this. It was a big football match. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, especially basketball when I was a kid. But my number three atmosphere is what they – they didn't call it the soccer night. Mm-mm. But a polka sectional game against Winfield. Oh, yeah. yeah. When there was literally people standing outside of the doors trying to get in. And I remember I had to sit on the floor one time. And it's just – it was before they changed the system of the sectionals and regionals. And it just so happened in double-A ball – Polka was either first or second, and Winfield was either. Oh, yeah. They were always in the top five, so yeah. it was never really, you know, that fair. So that's my number three. My number two is definitely a Capital Midland yeah. home football game. Yeah. I mean, just the way they do it with the when they run out and the motorcycle and the band. and I mean, it's just a big-time atmosphere for high school sports. And my number one is semifinal Friday at Polka. Oh, okay. Just okay. because all those teams are playing. You, it's a full day of just basketball all day, and all those teams are playing to get to the state championship on Saturday. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I take my son, my nine-year-old, we skip since he's probably two. Yeah. I mean, even before he was <laughs> in school. But I miss work every Friday when that's going on. And yeah, go up there and there's going to be some overlap for sure. Yeah. Bubba, you want to go? Um, we'll save I'll, Reese for last. Yeah, I'll go next. So um, I'm going to have to say number three for me is going to be um, I was up in college back whenever, like, A.J. Mayo and Hunter. Oh, yeah. So that atmosphere, anytime they were playing a home game, and I even watched them in the ham, um, Patrick Patterson, that Huntington High atmosphere, uh, 
I was just saying, you, you brought up a Marshall's cans, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. They, 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 they sold out that, that they sold out that arena, I mean, more than Marshall did in yeah. those two years. <laughs> Absolutely. So that atmosphere at Huntington High basketball games back in the day when they were looking for a spot, um, I'll, I'll take that to go to State Tournament as my okay. replacement. Number two is going to be Cabell Midland for me. Um, love going to those games. Love Cabell Love the fireworks. I like whenever the fans are over there and they start blasting off and rounding the scores of crap out of them every time <laughs> they score. And then number one for me is going to have to be Wheeling Island. Oh, I knew it. There's the no other time, good one. Yeah, no time state champion. And just you know, that whole atmosphere. You know, the thing is with Wheeling Island, I've always thought this was strange, that the double-A gets that Friday night slot, which is the, the prime slot yeah. to and me. And I'm fine with that, but just the triple-A game needs to be played at night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the single-A game needs to be during the day. The triple-A game needs to be at Absolutely. least Saturday night. Absolutely. You know? I'll go, and then we'll, we'll, have, we'll wrap it up with regionals. So, um, mine's gonna, I'm going to have a couple awkward ones. Number three is going to be Cabo Midland. And that's new for me because, you know, I'm, I'm a transplant down here. But Brad said it earlier, last year's season was, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was so awesome. But, if you know, for anyone that hasn't been, obviously the fireworks, the, the motorcycle coming out. Um, I mean, it's, it's – and it's always packed. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily the students, but it's the fans, the community. It's always jam-packed. And when you have, like, Huntington and Spring Valley and these teams, the Blades fans are generally packed. Yeah. So. That's a really fun one. Um, number number two again is gonna be overlap. Uh, I've been going since I was I don't know I guess in high school to state tournament. I don't I don't know that I've missed missed any hardly. Um, and then so number so number one is gonna be an odd one except for Asbury. And I said it last week. Swap Pile Park, baby. <laughs> there we go. That's where the state tournament was, right? It was when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. so Swap Pile Park and baseball. You know baseball got to be my favorite. So uh, so that's our three. So, all right, Reese, you wrap it up with your three uh, West Virginia's top three Western atmospheres. All right, so look, I'm biased. All right, it doesn't – my opinion doesn't count, okay, before I say this. <laughs> um, so, actually, I want to give you all five because I don't think it's fair for me to do this. Um, I'm going to say – Let's start from the back end. Let's go from five. Uh, number five, uh, I want to say WSAZ Wrestling Tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, those guys, man, they always pack the Civic Center, whatever you want to do. Any type of wrestling tournament for, uh, you know, the tri-state area, they always pack it. There's always a good turnout. Uh, uh, number four, I would categorize as the West Virginia State Tournament. Um, basketball doesn't matter. Uh, men's, women's, doesn't matter. Um, and then – on the three, two, and one, I'm going to go Spring Valley High School Football. Uh, number two, high school, I'm sorry, Huntington uh, uh, High High School Football, and number one as a Calvin football game. Now, keep in mind that I have never been to a Spring Valley, Huntington, or Calvin game and not playing uh, a lot. <laughs> I went to a, a Calvin Midland game uh, just uh, maybe last year or two years ago. Uh, just to visit when Coach Samuels was rocking. So I've been to one, but like I said, I'm biased. Um, yeah, that's my personal opinion from that's kind of participating in it. Look, the atmosphere on those you can't beat because, I mean, like the bands are there. Um, you know, you're getting a packed turnout, especially when you have like a Spring Valley versus Huntington or uh, Huntington versus Midland or whatever it might be. They're always yeah. packed. Um, there's always some type of uh, news coverage a little bit. Um, and the people just really enjoy going to them. Yeah, Spring Valley's got the hill they walk yeah, down. Yeah, they got the that's pretty cool. Howling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Well, Reese, man, we can't thank you enough, and we we do hope we can get you back on here and 
Maybe you can pull some strings, get some guys you played with. And break down some, some games? That would be amazing. If we yeah. have some games, we can just get you on here and break down some games for us. Hey, look, y'all got me recorded right now, so I can't tell a line. I got to own up to it. You guys bring me back on. I'd love to break down some games with you guys. I'll even do whatever you guys want. Um, I really enjoy doing this type of stuff, and I'll see what kind of strings I can pull to get some other guys on here. But um, definitely, as long as your offer stands, I would love to come back, break down some games, uh, just you know, shoot the bull with you guys, whatever you guys want. Awesome, man. Awesome. We really appreciate it. Y'all be safe down there in Texas. All right. Thank you. You guys as well. See you, man. Bye.